What's going on, EOE community? <laughs> Let's just start. Let's. What's going on, EOE community? Here we are for the one year versity of the EOE podcast. One year versity. Yeah, like not versary. Versary. <laughs> Brain fog is real. Versary. There you go. We're about to teach a you one a one year, year nursery. Nursery. <laughs> nursery. It's a nursery rhyme. It's our baby and it's growing. Let's see how many people are still on it after the first 47 seconds. I was going botany, but, you know, nursery all the same. So I'm glad that we're here. We got uh, D-Money in the house. He uh, decided to grace us with his presence. What an honor and a privilege to have you here. I mean, we know that, you know, you took a little bit of, you took a few hits about your croquet game. You stormed off set and haven't come back for a year. So how's that year been? Well, considering the podcast, not even a year old <laughs> yet. Yeah, I'm recording this. Uh, By well, the no, time actually, you're listening, it is. Yes, it I'm, is. I'm on a I was on a sabbatical. <laughs> what uh, happened? It was, you know, I found myself again. I uh, got into restorative yoga. Um, and that's uh, true. Uh, yeah, so, uh, that's actually real. That's actually so, real. Actually, yeah. If anyone listening, I, re- I recommend restorative yoga um, for your croquet game. For your croquet game specifically. Now I just feel bad about my golf game. So I, I moved my, my low self esteem from croquet to golf. Good. Um, golf is probably the most humbling thing I've ever done in my life. Um, outside of talking to Bill Hoffman, maybe. Mm. and then <laughs> and then uh i'm here i'm happy i'm happy to be back for the one year anniversary um i just i still remember the first podcast when you guys were like we're doing it we're doing grunge style anthony was wearing flannel uh in his garage in his garage we had weird lighting we had like that weird light bulb thing that you had yeah it was all very weird it's yeah. actually if you go to the extraordinary excellence.com site You'll see a picture of a computer, Darian and Anthony, and I'm on the other side of the camera. That was the first day we recorded ever. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we talk about the journey? Why don't we talk about that? I mean, um, still, which I find fascinating is the first episode, still the most listened to episode, (laughs) which I find it fascinating that people like they come to our podcast and they scroll all the way down in such an ineffective way on that RSS feed all the way. (laughs) Get away from the refresh. Yeah. And there it is again. Yep. So, but yeah, I think we've learned a lot. Um, this is bantering is, one year later or still bantering one year later. Yeah. What did you learn this year, Sean? Uh, I learned how to post a podcast on the internet. I didn't. <laughs> just, just something interesting, yeah. which is pretty wild. Um, I still podcast. don't know how any of that happens. It's like magic, magic uh, elves or fairies. I'm, I'm Anthony's magic fairy. <laughs> Um, post that I learned how to build a website and I think it's cool that we have had two merch releases in a year, which some people don't even have any. And some people, when they do, they don't even have the amount of, um, merch moving that we moved, which was pretty cool. Yeah. I think we're going to do a third. I'm hoping so. I know we're, uh, we're still, we made that call to action for a graphic artist last time. Two times, three times ago, or something no, like that. No, no dice, eh? No dice. 
Um, I think the optimizers. I think we could find somebody in that uh, in that group that could maybe help. That's out. true. There's a good group of people there. I do know a really good freelance uh, graphic artist. Let's get in there. Let's get in there. You know, we're deep in the red. Let's go a little deeper. No. <laughs> oh, goes, Nicole's no. sister is a graphic artist as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Probably would be willing to do. That's great. Some stuff. She's very good too. Actually, now I think about it. Okay. Be... The money sign, though. I don't know. No. Okay. It sounds like she might be a bit out of our price range, but yep. this is a passion project. The amount is out of the price range. Let's get well, that ledger as out of our price range. Let's get that ledger as deep red as we can because it represents passion. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you're saying it because I was just thinking like you hear a lot like uh, the brand, your brand is your story, right? And it's like often very um, disingenuous. It's just like this, like a salesy thing, but watching you guys start extraordinary excellence and and create a brand in the way you live it you know from from the beginnings of grungy beginnings of like kind of knowing what you're not really but just no. kind of doing it the evolution the the guests that you've had on how much you've invested into it time and money um and sweat equity uh and seeing you guys really live that excellence moniker but in real life and in not just being talk you know, I think for a lot of people in this world, we live in a world where anyone can kind of present any way they want to, mm. you know, they can, and you put up any kind of avatar that you want. Um, but maybe that's why people scroll back to the beginning because it's, it's, there's something exciting about mm. authentic people putting it out there and just saying like, you know what, we'll get better as we go, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what's more impressive, the, the initiative to start or the, to, to keep going, the less sexy part is to keep it actually going. Yeah. Have a one year anniversary. Yeah. Most podcasts don't last past like, <laughs> I think it's eight or 13 weeks or something. Um, most don't make it. And it takes, you know, it takes time. I mean, like how many episodes are we like, I know we had a few that are We're in the archives that got pulled down. I mean, hopefully one day we can get some of that stuff out. Cause it's so good. Like um, Darian's we got to find Darian's first one ever. Maybe that's a good, maybe that's one that should be. The there point. was, We'll give you an overview, and I think that we're deep in a way enough from it now that we can kind of talk about some. That's, so true. That's true. One of the episodes, the first episode I did with De this is the second episode recorded. It's going to be the first interview episode. I decided to go as deep possible on every drug's molecular structure with Darian and its effects on the brain for an hour. So that Legit. that got scrubbed. An hour, an entire hour. That got scrubbed. You know, maybe one day that could so come like, out. Oops, it got deleted. How did that happen? <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't, it's still around, guy. Okay. Yeah, we had one that had improprietary tax implications um, because there were some different things shared about a large sum of cash. That <laughs> we had to pull that down. We had to pull that one down, and that also involved me almost getting arrested. And uh, being tried as a and losing a huge sum of money. Um, so that's a that's a story that got pulled down. One of them involved top us, secret information. It's top secret. We had one that got pulled down that involved a handle of of uh, a handle of white claw, a handle of fireball. Um, yep. You know, so that one got pulled down as well. We had to take that. We had to. We had to make it. Oh, that's an adjustment. I guess I reposted the episode with yeah. the top secret information. So that was a repost. Oh, when you had to pull down like the thing that happened. 
There was one episode that one of the guests talked about something that was a super highly sensitive classification where like it was so classified. They were sharing a story of like somebody basically died and they couldn't get the ambulance in because it was uh, that was that secure of a facility. Like they like the paramedics didn't have clearance to go help the guy. So he just died from like a heart attack. So that was one of the crazy episodes um, that got edited out. I'm trying to think what else. I think we're probably like 53 to 54 episodes because That's we had impressive. one or two that released in the middle of the week throughout the year. And then we had some of those that came down and we took off like four weeks during the holiday season. Mm. Yeah. Some things I've probably learned. 50, 152. That's here. I, 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 I feel proud of that. I appreciate you saying that, Darian, because I think showing up every week and doing it, like I even felt like recently, it's just like, man, like, you know, like it's just like a slog a lot of the time doing anything consistently. I find excellence, success. That's like part of like the one of the hardest things to overcome is that just that grind to get through. But um, one of the things I learned was interviewing skills. I think that's been huge. Okay, I'm coming. You guys chat. I got to put the babies to bed. Okay. Give the, this is one year later. Babies were in the garage last time, and here we are now in bed. Here we are now. So, actually, um, Nicole just gave me uh, some good ammunition uh, while Andy Ammunition? That. Ammunition, yeah. She passed me some live rounds. Um, she said, oh. what What advice, and I think it's good for you, Sean, since you, you handled the technical stuff. What advice would you give anyone who's thinking about starting a podcast? You know, what tips or tricks or strategies would you get pass on? Nike, just do it, execute, and figure it out as you go. That's it. This 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 podcast turned into more of um more we started very grungy and just going off the cuff and like that was like the mission that we were gonna go on and then we were able to learn different um things and techniques kind of refine us so it became more um what's the word i'm looking for i can't find the word that i'm looking for but not grungy like polished yeah i said polished but i don't know if that was the right word but let's just say more polished um so things will evolve and you just gotta let it evolve and then do it with somebody else because the last like two and a half, three months, it's been a shit show for me. So Ant's done like I think three or four episodes now. Where Mike, Jen, Dave, which may get lost, yeah. um, based off of that text message. That's okay. Dave pushed me. Dave pushed me, and he didn't push me in a mean way, but he wanted to go. He's like, you want to share like some of this other stuff, you know? And I, I was okay with it, but like if it didn't come out, I was also cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I think I think Ant's like done four episodes now by himself. So do it with somebody else and um, just go for it, man. That's it. I think I think it's really important to learn to work with other people, too. I find that to be really difficult. You know what I mean? Like being able to show up and learn to work with other people and, you know, be able to learn how people operate. I feel like that's one of the most important things in relationship in general and when you do that, it just becomes a, a great blessing over time. Yeah. I mean, me and me and Sean have almost quit multiple times, but <laughs> now we're back together again. The boys are back. The, the band's back together. Um, the other thing, Darren, just before I forget, is 
Anthony and I have learned from some of our guests that we've had on is that it just is asking somebody how you could serve them and they'll come on your podcast. Yeah. You never know. Happened with Anthony. We were talking about Simon T. Bailey. Anthony hopped on LinkedIn right then and there, messaged him on LinkedIn, and he said he'd do it. Yeah. Like, you just don't know. Anthony built a relationship with uh, Jen Waldman, who just came out and she's awesome speak like a leader event it's that that episode was great um i finally i listened to it last week probably thursday or friday um after like listen i always listen to him in broken pieces when i'm editing but um that was a good episode but he met her at speak like a leader and then they stayed in contact and actually to be honest she said yeah then you get like somebody like chris singleton was um a connection that anthony had made when he interviewed inky johnson with a few other people and look where that went from you know I still believe that we'll get Steve Weatherford on the podcast once he's done settled down in his life. He responds to me each time, but just the fact that he's responding to me is pretty cool. That's how we got Tommy Baker on the podcast. Um, just asking them how you could serve them. I yeah. think that's a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. I think that um, we need to get, um, there's like the, the only, I think it's like a paraplegic or double amputee. Police yeah, officer. I'd love to get Matthias on here. Um, yeah, he's uh, got a, pretty he hasn't he didn't answer me recently but he had a lot of work stuff coming on down the road because he's a, a police officer he's also helping out with a project and then he's also um a dad too so yeah. he had said that it's gonna his gonna be busy for a little bit so we'll get him back on we'll That'll get rich cool. from all american burger on here who's if you haven't been there on long island what are you doing yum yum yeah i got um, another question for you guys okay what? What's been the most surprising thing over the last year? What has surprised you the most, either in an episode or as you've done this? The most surprising thing to one of the things. Not, this wouldn't be the number one, I don't know, but off the top of my dome would be that we're in the top 30% of podcasts. Oh. That'd be one yeah. of Yeah. But that's like... Did you not expect to be that successful or was it just not something you were thinking about when you started it? Like, why is that surprising? I just, because I, I didn't realize how long the tail was. I don't think Sean yeah. too on podcasts. I mean, like we have an extraordinary number of podcasts coming out. I mean, the boom last year was like bigger. It was like the three years prior because of COVID and for us to come out during COVID, we didn't realize that most podcast episodes never get more than, a few dozen listens or downloads, you know, so our catalog, I mean, it's even kind of gone down a little bit. We really haven't been doing any promotion and, you know, it's like one of those things where you can only feed the beast so much, but, um, I mean, our catalog gets 600 plus downloads per week on the catalog, you know, so for it to be downloaded that much, I mean, overall is, is significant. So it was surprising that, the numbers don't need to be that high for it to be so significant. Yeah. Wasn't it like the thing that you, the, the graph you showed me and I think it was like 900,000 podcasts were released last year. Was that, is that right? It was, it was huge. It was something I crazy. I don't remember what it is. And particularly ours is kind of generalist. You know what I mean? Like the podcasts that are really, you know, really starting to catch traction are either majorly syndicated or ultra niche. So you know, and I guess that our, our, our audience is niche, our relationships are niche, but um, I, I also found that to be surprising. I also, I found it surprising. I didn't realize that interviewing was such an art. 
that running a podcast, I didn't understand. And I had done a lot of speaking, so it kind of let us get started. But to effectively interview with the audience perspective in mind, cutting people off that are going off tangents, really controlling that conversation and serving the audience that, and the, the way to pull out the most in, important information or rare or un, unshared things in general, I didn't realize how much of an art that is. So I really do enjoy and have grown to really enjoy doing that. Just in the first half of last year, just under 400,000 were released. Yeah. Debuted. We were being that that four hundred thousand. So, yeah, that's crazy. But, but yeah, the art, the art of the interview, especially when it's different when you're writing because it's just more of a conversation. But when you're producing um, and ha even how helping someone be become comfortable, so they're not giving like hand ham responses, is something that's pretty amazing. And to think that you guys have been able to cut through the noise of 900,000 podcasts yeah. to be in the top 30% um, is awesome, you know, and, and, and hopefully it indicates that people are getting um, impacted from this, yeah. you know, and you don't know how many times people are sharing an episode and, you know, it's something, it can just spark somebody to do something that they may not have done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just another interesting fact before you go, I'm sorry, Ant, was 13.2 million episodes were published in the first six months it's of wild. 2020. Just the first six months. Yeah, it's wild. 16.6 million all of 2019. So, yeah. I'm thankful to be here. I think that this is, you know, I hope we hope it adds value. You know, we, we really do hope that people are getting a lot out of it. We appreciate people listening. We appreciate people being served because that's really, you know, we started as like a fun thing to do, but it's not fun enough to keep doing for that. It needs to be go past your selfish desires just to learn something, you know? So, well, for us to, to, we, we really, our goal is to make the time that people spend listening to this encouraging and insightful and useful so they can have a better life. I really don't, I really believe that there's really nothing else worth anything in the world other than helping other people, you know, inspiring, teaching, helping them move forward because what else is there? I mean, it just seems like such a crapshoot of nonsense. Otherwise, you know, like you're going to build a monument to yourself with a pile of money. You know what I mean? You're going to like, you know, feel like the sense of significance and, you know, like it doesn't matter. You played out a hundred, a thousand years. It doesn't even matter. And, you know, I, I, I tend to be a little bit fatalistic overall, but like the earth is being destroyed. Like how much longer does it all last? None of us know. So what matters other than helping other people, either, whether it be, having peace or guidance or wisdom or insights or techniques to be able to build a better life. I, I really don't, I really don't find a sense of significance in anything other than that vein for myself. And I think it's a pivotal moment. You know, you talk about inspiring people and Sean's talking about these numbers, the ability to create content has never been more accessible yeah. to more people. If you think pre radio, how much capital did you need to have to reach a large audience, right? So there's this been pivotal moments with the printing press, radio, TV, movies, even still you needed huge studios 
now yeah. you have two gentlemen with initiative that can create a podcast that's reaching thousands. Mm-hmm. And now I think with COVID, it's even more kicked in. And it just reminds me of a book you gave me once, um, It's Your Turn um, by Seth Godin. And really now it's, it's, we can't hide behind the excuse of, well, I don't have the right. capital, the time, the idea like there's it's all been stripped away and it comes down to will you have the inspiration yeah the gumption to to take that step like sean was saying before to just do it yeah. you know because it's like a scary st- it almost sounds flat like sean what advice do you have for someone is like just do it and it's like well i want better advice than that but like there is none so you know hopefully anyone who's listening to this will just be able to to just go you know you, you talk to filmmakers now they're saying don't go to film school a lot of filmmakers mm-hmm. like don't go to film so take that money buy a decent camera shoot some stuff and go make some films yeah just go do it there's nothing better than that and i'm not i hope that's not controversial to anyone who's shooting and go to film school if that's your passion but i just you know it makes me think like you know i hope we inspire the person who starts the next revolution yeah totally you know, tupac says that and i i've always loved that idea of like you know your your art can take that person who's the next shakespeare yeah, it's you know, beautiful. You don't even know it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, I also think that it's important. One of the things I hope people get out of this is that we have everything that we need. And the act of creating is one of the things that we need. But this feeling of striving and arriving and that we're going to like suddenly get to this place where I I hit certain levels of financial or personal or creative success that's going to fulfill a void, that is is not true. I feel one one of the things we hope people get out of this is that they realize that they have a voice, they have a purpose, they have everything that they need. The most important things in our life, we always already have. And one of those is the desire and the vision to create a world, create art, create business, create things that are going to be make things better. And it's that act of creating, not levels or thoughts or these goals that we put along the way that really fulfill. Although we need those for progress, it's the act of creation that matters, you know, and you already have that in your hands. You heard it here first. Yeah, that's I was like, I gotta pause. Sean. I don't have anything. No. Inspire the revolution, Sean. Now's your time. Inspire the revolution. That's it. Just take action. Take action. <laughs> uh yeah. that's funny. Is there anything you guys would have done differently if you could do it again? We wish we had better uh creative intern help for uh creative uh things online the promo <laughs> oh yeah no i, I did not I mean, that at all you know that oh you thought i was taking a dig at you i wasn't yeah, i was like okay all right darren's like okay idiot Sorry, i didn't help you for free enough <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know no i don't know i feel really happy with what's happened i feel like it's you know you know i feel like it's important in a creative venture or when you're learning and trying things and trying to move forward in life that you realize that there's a lot of unmeasurable intangibles. So very often we want to defer to that metric that you can measure 
you know, where it's like monetary or growth or these different things. And I don't think everything follows that trajectory. While I think that's important to keep in mind, sometimes the act of doing it is the, is the goal, is the thing that matters. And the things that come out of it, you can't really measure in terms of those things. So I'm glad we've done it. I feel really happy with the project. I'm looking forward for what comes next. And we're just appreciative and grateful for our audience and for our supporters and for everybody that, you know, is here. For the EOE community. Right. That's all I got to say. Right. And, and just in maybe in wrapping up, can we give the community a sneak peek, uh, an idea of, of what it, what the future does look like for the podcast, you know, themes or, or different series or guests that to look look for coming up. Yeah, we're throwing an EOE rager down in Texas next week. Yeah, I'm just kidding, not at all. Maybe the future EOE sounds sounds good. Uh, we got change makers. You know, here that one of the next series that's going to come out is change makers, redefining culture, pioneering movements, and sparking revolutions. Um, if we can ever recover Dave Vanderveen's audio, I recorded a really great episode today with Mike Signorelli. You know, I think we're going to have Tony and Francis on that one's going to be really cool. You know, we'll, we'll put some stuff on that. Um, we're also hoping to have, um, Nick, Nick Turner, right? Nick Turner, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken, from Deliverend, CEO of Deliverend. Um, his company's growing gangbusters. He just met with the governor of Indiana. I mean, he's, he's making some major, he's a real time entrepreneur with major cash flow needs and, you know, a, a capital intense business and just a dad, really good guy. So hopefully he'll be able to be on that. Uh, Nicole's going to be doing something on chronic illness, you know, and overcoming medical things, which are going to be fantastic. Um, I really would like to do something about anti-bullying and not judging people um, by their limitations their physical attributes, you know, and really maybe do a series of people that are differently abled in a lot of different ways. I really think that that would be cool. That's an idea I had. Sean just heard about it. So we'll see, you know, that gets the, to the chopping block, how it ends up going. But I think that would be cool. And Sean, what else you got? What's coming? I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens over the next few months. Um, my schedule will get better. So maybe I could be on more of them. The, my, my trouble is it's during the week, a lot of our recordings in the last few months, but we'll see. I'm just excited for what happens and maybe we can get this merch out in the summertime. Yeah. I, I think we'll get it out in the next 30 days. You know, we really need to, uh, for the EOE call. We have, um, we just still have the regular podcast logo we could use that we still yeah. have just to be one color. But yeah, you got you haven't come around with any like warm weather stuff anyway. So even if it was just the regular logo. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll do a, a retake of the fireside hoodie. Um and Absolutely. a t-shirt, some tanks. Yeah. Some shorts. Some shorts. Get Darian's speedo. Yeah, and we could get we get a graphic designer to come up with one idea, so we'll do that. But we got things, uh, things we got to go to. So I think that's the end of this uh, scissor episode. <laughs> scissors. EOE scissor hands out. Peace.